Welcome back to Talking Lead, episode 91. And if you can't tell, that wasn't our normal intro music because if you're what? listening to it today, it's Halloween. If you're listening to it later in the week, oh well, imagine it's Halloween still. <laughs> if you're meant to this listen is, to it a month down the road, it's guess our what? Halloween it's Halloween edition. This is our Halloween edition. We're going to have some fun today. Deal with it. Take a break from all the seriousness that Talking Lead always is. All the politics. That all we the politics. Talk. We're so serious. We bash Our debates everybody. that we have. We do. Controversial figures that we have on the show. Yeah. So this is going to be a fun episode. We're going to have a f- couple of random non-gun related stuff we'll talk about and then tie guns in with them. Uh, we've got a special just guest joining us. Not because he's scary looking or anything, just he was available. <laughs> <laughs> yep, very available and also very special. Yeah, yeah that's right. It's scary tall. Not in a good way, though. The short bus way. Yeah. We've got, Anybody uh, that's taller than you is scary tall. we got Big John from Hickok 45 and Son. Yep. And did you name the podcast yet? Yeah, I went. I went you did? With, yeah, I went with Gun Culture. Yeah. Gun Culture. Okay, yeah. so he's also got a podcast called yeah. Gun Culture. Well, it's like <laughs> right now it's labeled the Gun Culture Radio Show. It might be Gun Culture. It might be Gun Culture Radio. It's gonna be something like that. Okay, Gun yeah. Culture Radio Show. So, something to that effect. Gun you Culture go Radio. Go, go, the, gun uh, Culture Radio. Yeah, it's on the addresses. The D's on this. The show's too much. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Now you can't you can't beat us though. That's just we want you to, but don't. Okay, not a problem. <laughs> it's not good. We hope for the best. Is this yeah. thing on? Yeah, can you hear us? It's more of a hobby. It's not uh, yeah, I can hear y'all. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. What would you say? Uh, I said all kinds of stuff. Oh, <laughs> we're having sure a was conversation important. over here. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I know. I, know. I, I was going to ask him if he had a theme song yet. Oh, yeah. A theme dude. song. I don't know. He could probably write his own theme song. He plays I think they should, get they should use Sanford and Son. That's good, yeah. <laughs> But we will do our usual. What did you do with guns this week? And you probably outdone John and myself combined with what you guys do. Um, what did I do? Um, Earlier this week. In Georgia. It's another YouTube channel. I thought we already talked about that. You're right. We did. Didn't we already do that show, Zeke? <laughs> I'm out of it, man. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, what'd you do with guns this week? <laughs> so, uh, after getting back from Georgia <laughs> at the Iraq Vet 88888 YouTuber shoot, uh, I think you added like top. three extra Yeah, I think there's there. a few extra eights in there. I, I, I have no idea. Iraq Veteran I probably didn't say That's veteran. Easier. I probably said vet, too. Eight? What, what is three is squared? What is four? Eight quad? Quad? I don't know. Is it quad? I don't know. It's funny. You can tell the cubed. YouTube channels have been around a long time because they got weird names that don't yeah. make sense. Is it know? cubed? Isn't it called cubed when you have a... F- that's a three. Five? No, that's... Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, three's cubed. But anyway, <laughs> I think they get the idea. Yeah. Um, but right. yeah, I mean, I'm still still uh, trying to get... what I don't know. What's the word? I was so excited to come down from my high from that show mm-hmm. or from that event. Uh, we're still editing videos. We're putting out videos uh, each week on Facebook. I think we just got our first one up on um, YouTube. Some of us are learning how to stick with one font throughout the entire video. <laughs> what are you talking about? I didn't change fonts. You got like the, the the one I hadn't posted yet. I think it was the one where where somebody's playing me outside of Sooch. I won't say who. It'll be a surprise. But like you started off with a black and white, then you went to green and black, 
Then at the end, it's green outline with red center. I was like, is this a Christmas video? <laughs> no, it, you gotta you gotta look at who I'm highlighting, and that's their colors. Oh, gotcha. So for the one, his colors are red and green. Well, I thought it was Christmas. <laughs> and it's it's not Santa Claus. But he does have a nice beard. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know if did we tell people that we were spoofing you not being there by having people fill in to be you? We have now, now that we launched the suit the suit one. Okay, yeah, so Such was our first one, and then we've got many more to come. But guys, make sure you look, watch those videos to the very end, even past the little, uh, the little spinning, talking lead, because there's some uh, outtakes on some of those that are pretty funny. Um, so, yeah, I've been editing a lot of videos, and then um, went to the National Armory mm-hmm. and sighted and in Two-Face. Oh, nice. Uh, what did you two- put on it? Uh, it's got the Nikon one to four. Okay. Uh, AR scope two two three. Nice. Uh, so got that sighted in, and I did some trading, and I came across a Noveski muzzle brake, the K three, mm-hmm. or is it KX three, whatever. Um, but the AR pistol that I've got, I changed the muzzle brake out on it today and put the K the um, the Noveski K three on it. Nice. So for my my. Ten and a half inch barrel AR pistol that's running the six hour brace, mm-hmm. and it is dead solid, perfect. I've got a primary arms red dot on that thing, yeah, and it is held uh, perfect zero for the last six shoots I've been at shooting Sweet. that thing. Haven't had to adjust it any. How do you feel about the sound on that muzzle brake? Some of those muzzle brakes, I feel like your head's just gonna burst. <laughs> Oh, this one's this one's not bad at not all. Bad. Have you shot the the Noveskis? I don't think so. The K threes? No, I don't think so. Well, they're they're made more for the the short barrels oh, SBRs. Okay. So it's it's pretty nice. And I put uh, I don't know. I'll probably put two magazines through it today, just tuning it in, yeah. seeing how it's done. It was bad. Uh, but yeah, I went. Say that again. Seeing what you jumped all over the place. Seeing how it sounds. Oh, <laughs> like, like John was. Like that's John not was what came out. I heard. See, I'm yet, 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 yet. I thought you were backmasking because it's a Halloween show or something. Like if they play that part backwards, it says be. all hail left hand, all hail left hand. Red rum, red rum. <laughs> but yeah, I went out to uh, our buddy Tom's place today, uh, which I tried to get you to go, but you wouldn't go. I had a lunch meeting. Yeah, whatever. Going to the range, having a lunch meeting. Going going to the range, making money. Yeah, hey. Going to the range, making money, spending money. (laughs) Spending money, yeah. But I've I got um, Bo Frankenstein sighted in today too. Oh, nice! Finally, uh, got a nice um, four to twelve, or is it no sixteen? Sixteen magnification scope on it, so it's ready for somebody to invite us on a a hunt. Reaper outdoors. Oh, sorry. Nicole McLean. <clears throat> yep. uh, or uh, anyone. Dean. <laughs> anyone. <laughs> Dean. <clears throat> but no, we probably shot about 300 rounds a day. Uh, various ARs. I uh, still have Iron Hammer's AK. He hasn't sent me the shipping label to send it back. So we took, <laughs> I mean, took Martin's AK out and shot it some more. Yeah, we need to make some more videos then. Uh, it's still here. It's such a nice AK. Have you shot an Iron Hammer Army before? No, I haven't. He came out with this, and don't ask me what it does, because I, I don't know, but I know yeah. it's cool. The rear, the yeah. rear hammer trunnion the real is hammer. what it is. He calls it and the ha- high-profile hammer trunnion. 
Yeah. And it's that, supposed to make it better. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not well, sure. What it, what, the, what it does is is it it's an adapter so that you can put M4 and AR15 buttstocks on there. See? Yeah. Oh, that's okay. It. Yeah, that's what you can do. So you can put adjustable buttstocks, but it's one solid piece so it makes that rear trunnion area it, it super supports it. So it's super duper solid. strong. Okay. And then, of course, his high profile is just that. It's a higher profile so that you can get on your sights a lot easier. Uh, so you don't have to get so far down on the, on the buttstock to, to get to your sights. Oh, that's cool. So it makes it nice. Cool. Yeah, I'm going to start for a good AK for sure. And then I finally got to take um, the Keltec Sub 2000 out after I've got it back from Keltec. I sent it to them, and they kind of tuned it in and souped it up for me. Mm-hmm. And it, it's shooting like a dream. Nice. I was shooting uh, 100 yards. I just threw... A red dot scope I had laying around on it, and it was zeroed. I mean, I got I got lucky, and we were hitting uh, steel plates at a hundred with it and just nailing them. Ping, ping, ping. I love those things, but for some reason my head's too big. I can't get the I can't I can't get a line of sight with it for some no, reason. I'm in the same boat. I'm yeah. in the same boat. Yeah, yeah, you can't get down far enough on there on those. So yeah, I've got a, I almost got have a, to put the top of my cheek. Yeah, I mean, I can it. I can kind of do it, but it's pretty tough. But what I did is I put a uh, I've got the primary. No, I don't have the primary on that one. But I've got a primary arms that's got a raised uh, mount on it, so you don't have to get down oh, so far. Oh, okay. That's cool. Does it still collapse, though, with that? Yeah, because I've got the, um, what is it, Lionheart, not Lionheart. Um, what's li- that t-shirt? Red Lion? What's, red Lion. Yeah, I was going to say, what's that T-shirt back there? <laughs> red Lion Precision forearm that's got the nut that you can turn. <laughs> you can turn the handguard. Yeah. <laughs> You just adjust the nut, and you turn the handguard, and you can go to an empty rail, then you can co- collapse it. So it makes it nice. That's cool. Adjust the nut with the handguard, and it shoots well. So. Adjust the nut with the handguard. <laughs> well, but, me? Are you, were you done? Then, I'm sorry. And, and, and then? Um, I've ordered some uh, some more parts f- to build another AR. Well, so I, we, we, go ahead. Yo, yep, go yo, ahead. All right. <laughs> I'm done. Well, me, I have been learning reloading. I'm going to soon be getting a press. Probably Dylan, hopefully. Yeah, that's what Dad <laughs> likes, at least. I don't reload, but Dad swears by those. Uh, so hopefully it'll be a Dylan. Uh, if not, I may go a different route. But we are, are developing a reloading course. Interactive. When you, when you say we. We at SDI. There you go. So let people know. Sonoran Desert Institute, SDI.edu. So part of my job is helping develop programs like that. And with that, I get to learn the courses. So that's pretty cool. So this week, I've been diving into reloading pretty hard. Uh, that's going to be fun once we get that coming out. He said pretty hard. Yeah. What about you, John? Tapping in hard. <laughs> reloading is pretty cool. I've heard that um, how much money you save, it just really depends greatly on the caliber. Used to be a lot more. Reloading. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's like, I think with... Um, some of the rifle calibers you can save a lot of money, I no. think. But like with nine, I don't think you can really save much. Yeah. From what I've heard, but yeah, and well, and two, if you're a competition shooter too. Well, yeah, because like yeah. some of them, they really like their loads to be just right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and uh, perfect grains, perfect consistent speed, loads. You yeah. know, they want them to be consistent. Yeah. Um, so what about what you've been doing, John? Well, you also look at re- reloading from the uh, self-sufficient aspect. You know, so you. You know, when the ammo is scarce, that's then you have too. the ability. Yeah. That's true, too. Yeah. So, so there's another benefit of, of reloading. Nope. Yeah. Probably the main benefit, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. And eventually, I mean, those, if you get a good machine, from what I've heard, they last forever. I mean, a really mm-hmm. long time. Uh, I think you break 
can break pins and different things occasionally, but I mean, they last pretty well. And, um, and I'm pretty sure, I think Dylan has, they've got some kind of warranty or something. I mean, don't quote yeah. me on that. I don't know, dude, but I'm thinking of dad mm-hmm. that, uh, broke apart and they just sent him a new one. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, you're going to have it forever. It'll eventually pay for itself. What'd you do, John? Anything with guns at all? Uh, a few things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've, uh, yeah, we've been working on all kinds of stuff. I was, yeah, I was telling you we were messing with a side charger, which those was, was are pretty neat. I'm really mm. sorry. At first, I thought, okay, cool idea, but I actually got out there and messed with it. That's some pretty serious advantages. For one, you don't have to mess with that whole Magpul bad lever thing. You basically have that because as you pull the side charger back, you just stick your finger down there and, yep. and lock, the, lock the bolt back. So that's one big advantage. And now some of them, uh, you don't have the forward assist. Right. So that's 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 one downside. Like you need to you need to have one that that is reciprocating. If you're worried about that whole forward assist, so yours thing. was not. Reciprocating. It, it was not reciprocating. Okay. Yeah. So if you have one that you couldn't get into battery or something, you wouldn't have that. Yeah, um, the two bits one is. Is it? And and that's the cool thing. It's like I was I was hearing him describe it to somebody when I was out in Oklahoma, and he was the guy was like, "Well, what about a forward assist?" And he's like, "You have a forward assist. Yeah." It's, the handle so yeah. you just take it and you tap on it and it pushes it forward so. yeah yeah exactly yeah those are pretty cool i was i was pretty uh surprised with it nice they're fun i like them i think yeah. i think they're getting popular in competition i think is what is where they, they came from seems i wouldn't like, doubt it because it seems like they're faster <laughs> yeah you know i don't know who came out with the first side charging was that the scar or i'm sure there was some before that oh for the ar yeah or any kind of platform one oh any kind well I don't, like the bar has one for example back, oh that's right it that goes that. back to like 1917 or something yeah. like that or 18 hmm. yeah it's, it's pretty cool i mean it's it's uh i mean it's a big old handle just rack yeah. it back i mean it's simple you know? yeah. it's like the ak that's one of the neat things about the ak to me it's so simple yeah uh well, it's, it's kind of side charging too yeah it, it, i just made myself sound like an idiot <laughs> <laughs> no. well side char- like on the left side you know because most of the um the bolt handles in uh in the past have always look, been on the right look at left hand i can tell he's googling the first side charger <laughs> <laughs> no I, actually i'm not so any, anything else you shot cool this week or did uh i was messing with some uh some older stuff like the uh the um springfield all three nice a3 does got one of those it was made like world war ii was it? it's not world war one mm-hmm. but it's got the it's got the ghost ring side on it which is pretty oh, nice wow. so it's kind of like kind of get the best of both worlds from the grand with the great siding system and then you have um you know it's basically the mauser bolt essentially mm-hmm. uh with the odd three so it's pretty sweet gun i mean it's it's unbelievable back back in those days i forget but they were in you know combat with these bolt action rifles where right. you know, five rounds and you had to do something every time you wanted to shoot it yeah um we tend to think of those things as just long distance guns where it doesn't matter how fast you uh work the action but mm-hmm. if you actually get one out and really mess with it uh and try to do it more like with a more of a tactical mindset i guess you'd yeah. be surprised how quickly you can really? get those rounds out there nice. on one of those I'm especially the infield you ever shot the infield before i have not oh man yeah. ten, 10 rounds and it even has this like spring assist yeah. on the, on the uh, bolt so as you pull it back it kind of jumps back a little bit so you can really do it fast so it's not like the mosin where you're like <coughs> oh man yeah i mean everybody loves the mosins yeah but they're one of the most awkward bolt guns out there. they are i mean it's they, it's still one of my favorite guns but it is awkward yeah other neat for the historical aspect but are you still there can so you hear me better. can you hear me yep okay good to go so let's go ahead and do our jack wagon of the week okay Hey, Ralph, Semper do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the Talking Lead Jack Wagon of the Week, so brace yourself, baby. So this week, we're going to make it a little lighthearted, a little more fun. 
And since it's scary time, Halloween time, we're going to put our, our, our childhood, you know, fears out there. Like the monsters from the monster movies. Who is the jack wagon that just freaked you out the most? We'll start with our guest. John? I'm going to have to go with Pennywise from It. <laughs> that was one of the first uh, characters. Because I was growing up, my dad always explained to me, you know, it's not real and all that kind of they thing. They all float. Yeah, but I saw that, and I was, that, yeah, that was too much, I remember, when I first saw that movie. Um, I had never seen It until about a month ago. Really? Yeah, my wife and I, like, anytime a good horror movie comes out and everybody's like, oh, you got to watch it, we save everything for October. Uh, so then we watch all the scary movies in October and stuff we hadn't seen or stuff yeah. she hadn't seen and I hadn't seen and we I'd never seen it. I guess growing up I was always kind of scared of it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, even even though the special effects now are just cheesy as yeah. hell, it's still a little freaky. And yeah. Any kind of freaky clown stuff. Yeah. That gets me because <laughs> the guy that played him was a good actor. Yeah, it's uh, uh the guy the guy the crossdresser from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, I want to see oh, parts of that. Tim, Tim Tim Curry. Tim Curry? I think it's Curry. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Br- British actor. British actor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he did he, a good job. He was in that Tom Cruise movie Legend. He was the the devil. Yeah, yeah. Big horn did. Yeah, he yeah, was pretty awesome looking in that. Yeah. But man, yeah, he gets a look in his eyes and he really looks like the real deal. The only thing movie. that freaked me out about it, I mean that disappointed me about it is the, the, the monster that it actually was. It was just a giant spider. And oh, I was yeah. Like, that, really? was, that part was weird, yeah. It was like, a, it was this scary, freaky clown, like, psycho the whole time, and then they ended up just being a giant spider. Yeah. And I was like, what the yeah. hell is this? Yeah. That's what the, the monster in It was? Yeah, yeah. At, at the end. And we just gave it away. To me, yeah. It's not I a lot of... It, I thought it was a baby's. I thought babies, like killer babies. <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought that's what it was about. It was about killer babies. No, no. it was like a creepy clown. Uh, uh, that apparently you can kill with silver, like a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> well, mine, I'm going to go back to some old 80s horror movies, too. And this one still, I mean, it doesn't freak me out like I want to go sleep with the light on. But Freddy Krueger, dude. Oh, yeah. I think it was his sarcasm too, with his like slasher psychotic yeah. mentality, it, and then the fact that he was supernatural and could get you in your dreams. I remember with the first time I watched it, I stayed up like for at least twenty four hours. <laughs> wow! Like I was drinking Sundrop as a drink here in Tennessee, and it was big when we were kids, and it's got God what ten times the caffeine of a Coke, probably. Yeah, it's insane. So I would I just chug Sundrop at my buddy's house. Yeah. And probably in like fourth or... No, it was probably fifth or sixth grade. And uh, from then on out, it was like Freddy Krueger just got me every time. I don't know what it was. And then the new one, the remake, didn't do nothing for me. Because yeah, I think it. it was that sarcasm. Yeah. See, the new one, they made him all serious. Oh, uh, okay. Like the serious, scary dude. And uh, yeah, it just didn't do much for me. Sometimes When, when, would, when was the last one out? The the new one, the remake, yeah, or the one with Robert England, the original Freddy, the newest, the newest one. Uh, four years ago, three. Oh, okay. Has three he been that long? Yeah, it wasn't. Man, maybe it was three. So somebody else played Freddy. Yeah, have you seen? You've seen Watchmen, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. you know the ink block guy, yeah. Rorschach. Yeah, he played uh-huh. Freddy. Oh, okay. Oh, you know who that is, don't you? Yeah, Bad News Bears kid. Yeah the 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 ruffian. The, 
Yeah, the bad guy. Well, not bad guy, but the... Uh, the rough kid, the, the motorcycle kid. Yeah. Yeah. What was his name? Yeah, he's the one that played Freddy. Huh. Yeah, he's scary. He's scary in The Watchmen, too. Yeah, he's awesome in that movie. Yeah, that movie's awesome, period. But that scene in the prison? Yeah. The guy, like, he put there was a hot stuff on him? Yeah, that's great. Oh, yeah. What about you, Left Hand? What's your, your childhood scary person movie? My scary, scary monster from the movies is Alex Forrest. Who's that? Alex Forrest was played by Glenn Close, and that was Fatal Attraction. <laughs> It's the scariest movie I've ever seen, dude. <laughs> Leave it to you to make the scary person related to sex. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not that. You just scary women scare me, dude. <laughs> Crazy women and and like uh, Pet Cemetery, the kid, the yeah, little, kid, that was little kids that go around that that are like badass scare me too. Nice. No, it's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> what about like idiot baseball players? Do they scare you? Uh, well, you know, Jose Canseco. <laughs> yeah, you think he'd be old enough to know better. Well, and it, what sucks is he's been vocally pro-gun in the last couple of years. Yeah, so I was I like, mean, yeah, cool. We got a you know, a, a, you know, another celebrity pro-gun guy, and then he <laughs> blows his finger off. <laughs> oh man, I didn't hear about that. So what happened exactly? He was cleaning his gun. Yeah. Have we heard the details yet? I mean, do yeah. we know what? Yeah, he's cleaning his gun. Didn't realize it was loaded and blew either one or two of his fingers off. Jeez. And it's kind of like, really, dude? I don't understand that. I, you always hear about people shooting themselves when they clean their guns. Like, that should be the least likely time to ever have a ex- uh, negligent discharge. Well, and I don't remember who taught... Somebody that came on the show when we were talking about cleaning guns. Who was that? When we were talking about cleaning guns? Yeah, we had like a whole episode. Anyways, oh, it was your dad. I think maybe I yeah, keeping them clean. I think that was the Hickok first. forty-five. Was it? I think it was. Okay, yeah. So he he said something to the effect of, like, when you clean your weapon, you need to keep all your ammo in another room or locked up, or maybe it was somebody else. I can't remember who it was. Yeah. But you know, that's a pretty good idea. Yeah. You know, if you know where you're cleaning it and not in the gun, you check it three, four, five, six, seven times. If you're OCD like me with it, I, I just keep checking it after yeah. every little thing I do. And, and usually for me, at least, like the guns are in the same place as the ammo where mm-hmm. I store them. And then when I clean the gun, I usually I grab the gun from where I keep it and then I take it to another room somewhere, right. like watch TV or something or listen yep. to music, whatever. So that's never an issue. And like it shouldn't matter anyways if there's ammo there. It's just the, obviously the first thing you do is take the magazine out if it has one, check right. the chamber, and you know Everybody. start taking it apart. You know, and, I, and it's hard for me to imagine, even even if you took a loaded gun and uh, didn't realize it was loaded and started trying to break it down, even then, how do you shoot yourself? I don't get that. Well, if it's a Glock, you got to pull the trigger first. That's true, but whenever you pull the slide back, you'd, well, yeah, that's you'd, true. you'd have yeah. to notice. You'd yeah, have to, you'd see, have to oh, see, oh, it. there's a round there or something. Well, he, I mean, he, he did have a drug problem in the past. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> So maybe his focus isn't all there. Yeah. Well, the, the police, you talking about Jose Canseco? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the police went and obviously investigated for foul play, and they didn't find anything. So uh, I think it was just probably a boneheaded uh, mistake on his part. Even not drugs is it. not an excuse to have a negligent discharge. It's just so simple. I never, I don't get it. It's so simple to not do that. Mm-hmm. You just don't pull the trigger unless you just checked it. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. Or maybe his fiance put it to his finger and said, "Look, dude." <laughs> <laughs> 
better hurt marry me or I'm going to blow your middle finger off. Well, and then let's do this. You know, you said, how do they miss a round in the chamber? I'm trying to think right now, anytime I've went to clean a weapon where my hand is in front of the barrel. And I don't really know yeah. the time I've done that. So, when I don't have it broken down. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, that's the thing. That's a little odd. Yeah. Anyways, no speculation. Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing is people, they don't stop to think. That's the important thing. You, you got to make sure that when you're checking your gun, that's not just emotion that you're running through. Mm. You know, it's like, a, okay, everything stops. Nothing else is important other than the fact that I'm checking this gun to see if it's loaded or unloaded, mm. and then you move on with your life after that, you know? Exactly. I mean, he's a pro-gun guy, so we can't you know, bust him too much, but you know, he's a, here's a prime example of gun safety. You know, always check it before you clean it. It can happen to anybody. Triple check yeah. it. Though, you know, and it can happen with anything, too. Mm-hmm. That's you know, another thing. Uh, I'm sure that the media is already going to say, oh, yeah, see what happens. Well, you know? they were, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, it could happen. Guns are dangerous. Yeah, you could be moving your fridge or something and fall and kill you. Or, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Well, I mean, not so much anymore because of flat screens. But I remember hearing stories all the time of TVs falling on kids oh, and yeah. killing them. Yeah, like you what? Kind of, <laughs> not what? not flat screens, but like the old school TVs, the tube ones. You know, thirty, forty inches. Some of the flat screens are heavy too. Yeah. Some of those are really heavy. Well, those were always like kind of top heavy. Yeah. So if you had them up on a shelf or like a dress chest of drawers or something, yeah. the kid bumps it wrestling and it goes flying down. And, yeah. You know, kills the kid. Yeah. So well, anything. some of those big screens nowadays because they're so big, they're like human flashwaters. I guess if it hits you. <laughs> yeah, they really are. <laughs> they're so yeah. ginormous. Yeah, not, some of them are not very. The one I got, it's not very stable. It's not even that big a one. It's just it wobbles all crazy. I mean, it would. Mm. I was afraid that stand just going to break one day and fall, <laughs> on, kill a cat or something. Yeah. So when it comes to all these scary fictional characters, you know, we're going to talk about one realistic. What kind of weapon would be the best to kill these people to stop them? Not what people or monsters the- or whatever. What's the most effective, realistic? The most and then, effective, okay. And then uh, what is your personal choice on them? So let's see. Let's start with... Actually, let's start with something like spiritual. Uh, my wife and I... We, spiritual? Yeah, we watched... Um, Casper? Del- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Deliver Us From Evil. We watched that uh, last night. And that's that's got to be one of the best exorcism type movies I, I've ever seen. I haven't seen, seen it. I'm not yeah, going to tell you too much, but basically it's a cop who's seen a lot of crazy stuff happen in, in New York. Okay. And it's actually who's... Eric Bana, the, the uh, oh, original okay. Hulk. Banna? Not the original Hulk, but the original movie Hulk. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, he there's some possession stuff that goes on, and there's some really crazy guys that get possessed. So what do you think would be the best to take out somebody like that? <laughs> A spiritual, like a ghost. Yeah, just well, like a, how a ghosts cross. don't exist. What if you like? What if you like <laughs> cut a, a cross in a, in a bullet? But see, here's the thing: ghosts don't they don't scare me, even if they were real, because they're they're just apparitions. There's there's no solid. You know solid what's freaky, dude? Them. As you're saying that, your screen is going all blurry and coming <laughs> yeah. back and forth. It's kind of freaking me out a little bit. <laughs> wow. I don't think there's so, really a weapon that could take so him out. You can't shoot him. You can't shoot him. You yeah. can't burn him. Yeah. Um, I mean, all you do is call him names. He's got to yeah. use mind bullets. Mind bullets. <laughs> mind bullets. Tenacious D. <laughs> yeah. But they have I'll no call minds. Jack Black. <laughs> yeah. 
I think a vacuum cleaner would be your best. What about like these? Uh, and remember, people, we know none of this is real. This is all for fun. Disclaimer. <laughs> what? what about like these possessed people? Let's say, let's say, all of a sudden, your brother comes to your house and he's demon possessed and he's grabbing knives. And he's trying to kill you. You take him out or you call a priest? Um. Well, I'll I'll cold cock him first. I'll punch what if it his doesn't work? Out. What if I'm he gonna, just turns? Like, what if his head spins three hundred sixty degrees and he starts laughing? Uh, then I'm running. <laughs> so here's the thing: when it comes to ghosts, I'm getting the fuck out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to ghosts, at least things like that, I think uh, the Mario games already taught us what to do. You just ignore them. <laughs> just ignore them. <laughs> <laughs> just keep bouncing up and bashing just your look, head on bricks. <laughs> just look the other direction, and they're powerless. That's it. That's all you got to do. It's that simple. I think your best defense for that is to run. Okay. Because you have you have no defense for for a ghost, or maybe not. It might be preying on your fear. See. Yeah, that's true. And then, well, if it's a, if it's a ghost, like an apparition, like if I see some like thing all of a sudden appear at the wall, I'll probably chill out and I want to hear what the afterlife's like. Yeah, I want to hear what you it know, says. I want to talk to him. But if it's like a possession where they're using a body to like come at me and yeah. If it's somebody I love, oh, that'd be well, tough. Honestly, think, the only weapon you got, I think, in that situation is just to not take it seriously. Yeah. That's the only thing. You, you know, you can't shoot it. It's not going to do anything. Well, then it's going to get mad at you, and then it's going gonna, it's gonna to suck your house down in the ground and <laughs> blow it back out in flames. <laughs> Poltergeist? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So your be, best thing to do is run. Okay. Right. Yeah, get a good pair of shoes. So your best defense is a good pair of shoes. Okay. Okay. Now, <laughs> let's go with... Freddy Krueger is real. What would you use? What would be your weapon of choice? I'll tell you, I got an idea. Right. You know how if, if like, um, let's say maybe some kind of uh, buzzer is going off or something, and when you're dreaming, that buzzer becomes something in your dream, right? Uh-huh. Well, what you do is when you fall asleep, you have a friend of yours like stand near you and start like ra- making gun noises, putting mags in and there racking chambers and stuff like that. So then in your dream... You'll, you'll just, guns will just be part of it, and then you can kill him. What would be your choice gun for killing Freddy Krueger? Freddy Krueger, hmm, probably a uh, probably a saw. Nice. Okay. What about you, left hand? Well, um, again, I mean, he's is he in the dream or is he out of the dream? Let's say let's say suspend disbelief <laughs> <laughs> that you can kill him in the dream. What's your gun of choice to use okay. on Freddy Krueger? Well, I think I'm going to kill him with distraction. I'm going to. I'm going to. Never imagine, heard of that gun manufacturer. I'm going to. I'm going <laughs> to so imagine a female Freddy Krueger, and he's going to get you know hot and bothered and distracted with her. So there's going to be a female Freddy Krueger over there. Mm-hmm. So they're going to kind of hook up, and then while she's got him all hot and bothered and, distra- and distracted, then she's going to use her female Freddy Krueger claws and rip him apart. I like it. Okay. Yeah, so I'm using sex to kill Freddy Krueger. Okay, if you if you could use a gun, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then if I have to use a gun, then I'm using Elmer Fudd's um, double his, barrel, uh, his double barrel, Elmer Fudd's double barrel shotgun because it's imaginary too. Okay, gotcha. Like in uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit cartoon guns. With Freddy, I'm gonna use a grenade launcher. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I just want I don't want anything left because yeah. he's he's my uh, yeah. No. Let's go to a little old school, like Dracula slash vampire. 
All right, so we go into the vampire realm. Yeah. Now remember, this guy can like turn into animals and fly and turn into animals. Yeah, bats. Well, but not a werewolf though. That's a no, no, that's a different. That's a different monster. We'll, we'll do werewolf next. All right, so your your typical vampire. What I'm saying is, he, is he's quick. He's shifty and so shotgun. That's what mas- I'm thinking. He's a marsupial. He's a marsupial. <laughs> marsupials are fast. Marsupials scare me. Marsupials are now, fast. See, if, now, Dracula, you could have got him with the sex distraction because you know he's all about the women. Well, I don't know. Because they can turn that on and off, right? I mean, you ever watched the Vampire Diaries? Well, I know, but <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> what the hell is Vampire Diaries? That sounds like very girly. That's the show that I was on, dude. <laughs> I was on the Vampire Diaries. I had a cameo on the Vampire Diaries. Yeah, who hijacks vampires? I don't get it. Uh, I don't know. But right, so let's just go Bram, the traditional Bram Stoker vampire. Okay, we'll, we'll use that one. So, right. I mean, the only way to kill him is like a stake, right? Stake. That's silver. Stake in the heart. That's werewolf. Oh, okay. Silver's werewolf. Yeah, silver's werewolf. Silver oh, okay. bullet. Silver okay. Bullet. So you gotta have a wooden stake. So, you know, you gotta come up with some kind of a, a gun that's gonna shoot wooden yeah, bullets. Th- there's one. It's called a crossbow. A crossbow. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Now I don't. Whoa! Hey, a crossbow, and make sure it's shaped like a cross. Yeah. To where like it's got a little extension up at the top, uh, to yeah. where you can ha- hold it upright, and you got a cross because they don't like crosses. Oh yeah. And they don't like garlic either. So you dip it in garlic, and you have it blessed. But then that make me hungry. But this is just like typical <laughs> typical stuff that you see in the vampire movies that we're coming up with. All those people have come up with these weapons, and they usually don't work. Or you could, you could load a bunch of garlic into a shotgun, pepper him with it, and then sneak up and get him with the steak. Or you could shoot him with a, a minigun and just totally annihilate his ass. That's true. There'd be nothing left. Yeah, because they don't reanimate, do they? Vampires? I think once they're dead, they're dead. They turn to ash or something. Yeah. So I think, you know, that would be a potent enough weapon and fast enough weapon because you're talking about how fast they are. Yeah. That when well, you're... What, what if you could have – because you can put all kinds of loads in shotgun shells. Yeah, basically anything. So, like, take little miniature silver crosses. Oh, yeah. And wooden crosses and, like, yeah. load them in a shell. And then, like, the fast part you can take care of because you got – And like, use the nice AA-10? Yeah. Oh, the AA-10. Yep. <laughs> A-12. AA-12. Or AA-12. Yeah, the AA-12. That yeah, I wouldn't want to shoot an AA-10. <laughs> no. That thing would be like, boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might as well go on up to the AA-8. I mean, you know. Well, hey, you never. it may take an 8 to get a vampire. Right. You don't know. All right, so that's that's the vampire then, huh? Mm-hmm. So we're going to use a, a shotgun? Yep. Yeah, because if it turns into a bat. Or, or a crossbow. If it turns into a bat, then you still got a good weapon for it. Well, if he turns into a bat, then I'm going to get an electrified net. Electrified net. Yeah, <laughs> you've seen those that they that they shoot out of the the guns. And it's like these huge nets, and they yeah, I think like, I, yeah catch, catch big game with those. Oh, okay, yeah. that's pretty crazy. That's intense. Yeah, electrified net. They make those in twelve gauge. <laughs> <laughs> so what about what about Frankenstein? How would you kill Frankenstein? Frankenstein doesn't scare me. <laughs> <laughs> Frankenstein, well, he's already dead. That's the tough part. Yeah, well, and barely alive. Dead. 
Yeah, vampires are dead. Ghosts are dead. (laughs) They're already dead. (laughs) Frankenstein, you're gonna have to have like a. You know, I'm gonna go the Carl Gustav. (laughs) I'm gonna go Carl Gustav with Frankenstein because usually he's a big guy. You know, they they make him out as like this giant kind of lumbering oaf. Yeah, I'm gonna go big up big. Sounds familiar. Yeah, you man. (laughs) (laughs) This guy over here is taller than me. They're big and slow. <laughs> yeah, I'd say Carl Gustav for me. What about you? Me or John? You, left hand. I don't know. I just I think he's take something something strong, something powerful. Um, you know, probably probably a fifty cal would do the job. Maybe a, a turret fifty cal off of a Hummer. A Hummer. So you're, you're gonna you're gonna fifty BMG him in the face from up close, or this is at a distance? Uh, I'm gonna 50 BMG him from as far as I can because I don't want to get where close. You don't want to get close range with that guy because you know if he gets in and gets his mitts on you, you're done. So you want to keep him at range. That's what I'm thinking. So you blow you blow a hole in the center of him because he's just he's just made of human parts. Yep. You know, there's nothing special about him other than he's got maybe superhuman strength. He's not bulletproof or anything like that. He's not like the Hulk. So I'd 50 BMG his ass. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't be much left. I'm thinking since he's so awkward, I'm thinking like some Viet Cong style booby traps. <laughs> some bouncing medis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, some punchy sticks, you know. You know, but isn't the, the, the phrase kill it with fire, didn't that come from one of the Frankenstein movies? Didn't they always like burn him down a house he was in or something? Like so, I don't know if I've ever watched one of those like to the end. I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's what they did in the olden days. Is they just burned? They burned witches. They burned Frankenstein. They burned Dracula. You know, so answer case, for everything. In that case, I'm going to save the Carl Gustav for somebody else. I'm going to use a flamethrower. Blowtorch. There Blow you go. Blowtorch. Yep. That's pretty good. Use a flamethrower. All right. So we talked about werewolf. Go werewolf. We got it. So now you've got a animal, very fast moving animal. You don't have to be up close. You can be at a distance, whatever. Large. The large. Bu- large. Usually large. Yeah, they're about 1,200 pounds. The only key is the bullets have to be silver. So hmm. you basically pick your weapon on that one. Yeah. You just got to be a good shot. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go once again with huh, a werewolf. But, but then what if, they've, what if they've morphed into their human form and you don't know they're a werewolf? Well, then you're just a murderer. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> then you're just a psychotic person. No, to kill I'm, I'm just saying. You're you're in your house and you're having maybe you invite them over for a barbecue, uh-huh. and uh, they go all werewolf on your ass, and you don't have time to get to your um silver bullet load, or whatever yeah. it may be. I would just so always keep there. a dog with you because if you got a dog with you all the time. And then your dog just goes up and smells some random dude's butt. You know it's a, it's a that, werewolf. That's true. He, he probably butt. knows the werewolf from the butt test. Yep. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to go full auto on a werewolf. And I'll probably go... I'm going to go HKG36 just because I like that gun. That's a sweet gun. Full auto, full of silver bullets with the 100-round double drum underneath. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The that what? way I know... <laughs> I yeah. know the werewolf's down and it's staying. Yeah. That the the double drum uh, magazine that I had in Georgia last year on that G thirty six. Oh, okay, the hundred rounder. Yeah, I got you. What's I your you. What's your silver bullet weapon of choice? If you can access it, I know the barbecue story, but let's say let's say uh, Oshi has already sniffed the butt and knows it's a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> he knows it's a werewolf. 
<laughs> you digging for gold there, Hoss? <laughs> Don't forget you're on camera. <laughs> I didn't. I had an itch. <laughs> you know, you get those itches. Um. So I got to use a silver bullet, huh? Yeah. Now, is there a certain amount of silver that it takes? I don't know. That's why why I chose the the full auto G36. Because, you know, silver's expensive. That's true. That's going to be an expensive drum. (laughs) Me being as frugal as I am, I'm probably going to use a 22 if I can. (laughs) But I would say a dead werewolf is probably worth some cash. You got a good point. You could probably say, make your money back. I would say you could be a good investment. Like sell it to one of those freak shows or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. So you could you could. But does the silver have to stay in them? Or when you take the silver out, they live. They Ooh, come back to life. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's scary. Yeah. How's that? Well, we need to do our research on our werewolves. I think. <laughs> yeah, we do. A little, a little more better. But uh, if I'm able to dig it back out, then I'm going to go big bullets again on that mofo. I'm going to hit him with a. Uh, um, I'm going to be up in a C130. <laughs> The AC-130. The AC-130 on the on the guns up there, and I'm bombing him uh, with the big... What, what are those? The 30 mic mic? Are those 30 mic mics? I think it is. 30 or 40. Yeah. Uh, so that, I'm going to be... Yeah. I'm going to be way far away because they're fast. And they can jump far. They're big. Yeah. They can cover some ground quick. Yeah. So I need to be up in the air shooting down at that mofo. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. So I'm, I'm taking him out from the AC... 130. What about you, John? I'd love to go with the Glock 18. Ah. I like the portability. Okay. Because right? werewolves are pretty fast, so you yeah. might need to be on the move. Yeah. So but I'm you got to be in close for that, though, man. That's true, but you can spit out a lot of rounds. You kind of get a, a compact shotgun in a way. Well, let's say he, he doesn't have access to AC-130. Yeah. <laughs> like some people. <laughs> because werewolves really exist. That's yeah. right. Let's be, let's be slightly more realistic here. <laughs> Yeah. So you can empty a mag it's on true. that in like what, two, two seconds. seconds. Yeah, something like that. That's true. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I just get like a plate carrier vest and just just load it with magazines. No, no there plates. You go. Or you get a belt-fed Glock. Oh, there you go. That would be now. That would be <laughs> that something. would be sweet. <laughs> that would be something else. <laughs> and just have a pouch that's got you know like two thousand. Just all feeds right up into. Yeah. The <laughs> just hangs off your plate carrier. Hell yeah. Yeah, that would be something else. Okay, so, so we get the Glock eighteen. Let's go. Well, you know what? I'm gonna have oh, a backup. Gl- I'm gonna have a backup. Of what? I'm gonna go Michonne style on the werewolf with a silver katana blade so you're you're really getting in close then well i'm i'm thinking if if i can't take him down with the g36 and i'm all over the place and he's just too quick for me if he gets right on top of me you're dead (laughs) you're not gonna have a chance yeah you need some silver throwing stars too throwing stars yes (laughs) if he gets in that close you're gonna need something quick and and smaller you're gonna need like because it'll be it'll be it'll be hard to get draw the the sword you can always use that old technique that they used to use for getting a big game back in the day to get like a real long spear and then anchor it against something in the ground have like a silver tip on it you know Mm -hmm. and then just stand there let him come to you and screw him with it there you go i'm I'm not that accurate (laughs) (laughs) i need something full auto or that has a widespread explosion with it (laughs) so let's go to the the most popular in this room probably uh what's that two liter no i'm just kidding um (laughs) let's go with let's go with zombies so zombie killer and i think all of us have discussed this either on the show or had a video or something probably yeah 
Yeah. Give me, and, and, and here's the thing. If so this would be just like target practice fun because zombies are stupid. Yeah, and you know, it's like that bumper sticker. The hardest thing about a zombie apocalypse is pretending that I'm not excited. Yeah. <laughs> and it's got a picture of AR. <laughs> but, but then we got to talk about, well, who's zombie? Are we talking about Walking Dead zombies or are we talking about um, Will Smith zombies? Those were vampires. Are you talking about Legend? I am Legend? No, those were zombies. Those were vampires. If you read the book, they're vampires. Vampire zombies. <laughs> they are, they're, yeah. they're, they're their version of vampires. No, let's go Let's go even more. Let's step that up a notch. World War Z zombies. Yeah, those, were, okay. those suckers were crazy. Or was it 28 Days Later? Those things were pretty crazy. Yeah, too. those things were speedy, too. But yeah. World War Z, they like had super speed and stuff. Yeah. That was yeah. nuts. Yeah. yeah. But, well, let's, let's start with Walking Dead zombies. And here's the thing. You gotta pick three different weapons that you have to have because if it's a okay. zombie situation, it's an apocalypse. Everybody's getting sick. Ebola. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And and so you gotta have your your carry unit for getting your family the hell out of wherever. Okay. We'll let John go first. All right. Well, in that situation, you have really you got two things to worry about. Of course, you've got the zombies, and then the people. And there's really no one gun that does both very well. So you need something like, for example, setup I would like would be something like an AR that's uh, set up nice. AR uh, with with five five six over like something heavier like the uh, AK seven six two by thirty nine or three oh eight, just because you carry more ammo, it's lighter. But I like the idea though of having something at least the most reliable that I could get a twenty two semi automatic, mm-hmm. or maybe even a bolt. Honestly, actually, I would probably rather have a bolt action twenty two long rifle mm-hmm. that took a uh like a 30 round magazine like the ruger 1022 magazine bolt action mm-hmm. that way it's more reliable yeah you could carry a ton of ammo with that yeah. and that would just be my zombie elimination gun yeah and then if they just i got overrun go to the ar yeah you know and then if, if i can have a third one third one probably uh kind of like a, a real short barreled shotgun of some kind just kind of for like a you know oh close no quarters. kind of close quarters yeah. like you know, like a KSG situation. Yeah, yeah, or even even I was thinking more like even just a double barrel, like just really hacked off or something. I'm yeah. gonna want something more than two shots. Sorry, yeah, that's true. But I'm thinking carry if you're carrying a full size shotgun, a full size rifle, a two full size rifles, and all that ammo, that's gonna get pretty heavy. Yeah, yeah. Now is this a, you're carrying all this on your person, or you got like a, a let's say you got a vehicle? Truck oh, you got a vehicle. Let's say we got a vehicle. Okay, yeah, definitely then a full size shotgun. Yeah. Okay. All right, so I want to cover my bases. So I want to have long range, I want to have medium range, and I want to have close range. Yeah. So for my long range, and, and you can't beat the AR platform because you can, just with a switch at the top, you can go from, you know, the two two three five five six to you can throw on and get, you know, a thirty caliber or even a three oh eight, but just switching the top out and, you know, maybe a bolt here and there. But mm-hmm. Um, and then you got to have some extra parts for that, but that's another plus. Um, you got availability of parts with the military and all yeah. that. Yeah, so I would want to get some sort of a platform that that could be readily usable by other. You know, I could use other ammunition. So you know, you can get the twenty-two conversions for the AR as well. So you could have your twenty-two ammo that you could be shooting it from. You could have your five-five-six-two-two-three, uh, uh, or you could bump it up to a three hundred blackout. You know, get the three hundred blackout round on there. And get a little more punch, a little more power, um, but that would probably be my mid-range gun. My long range, I'd get a probably a three hundred eight or a three three eight Lapua, somewhere somewhere in that neighborhood to just really reach out, like mm-hmm. 
you know, if you saw a herd and you, you had enough fortification to where you could just set up and you could just pick them off long range and not worry about them getting close. Um, and then, of course, the mid-range would be the, the AR platform. Uh, and close range, you know, I like his idea about a shotgun, um, but you know, I'm going to go something that's got more capacity. So I'm either going to do like a, a Sega, you mm-hmm. know, where you can you can put the uh, how many rounds can those can those are like ninety round mags? Is that what those? We well, got like up? the twelve round stick mag and then twenty round drum. I think they've got yeah they got the drums. Uh, or I'm going to go with the the Keltec KSG, but I'd prefer a semi automatic. Mm. Yeah. To a pump. Agreed. And then of course you got to go with your blades. You know you got to have your, oh, your yeah. machete yeah. and you got to have you know some sort of a uh, a Bowie knife. Bayonet too, you know, for yeah. the rifle. Yeah. But then, you know, if I've got access to a, to a military arsenal, then, you know, I'd, I'd want some flashbangs. I'd want some con- concussion grenades because I think that would disorient them and give you enough time that if there was too many of them, then, you know, it would give you an opportunity to escape. You know, that was hilarious that you just said concussion grenades. <laughs> Did it do? You stuttered on concussion. <laughs> I did. I didn't hear. <laughs> no, I think you did. <laughs> <laughs> I really stuttered. Yeah, you went concussion. <laughs> it was awesome. I would okay. say for I'm gonna kind of take the same route: distance, close, and real close. I'm to avoid sounding like a fanboy. Okay, I'm a freaking fanboy. The two vets, 308 side charge and handle, and that's gonna be both because. Left hand, you had not got to shoot the new one. But once you get to, the recoil is so light that you could use it for close quarter stuff, too. You yeah. don't have to just set it up and do long distance. But it's got 308 because... What's the weight on it, do you know? It's fairly light. I mean, it's heavier than a regular AR-15, but... Yeah, it has to yeah, yeah, yeah. But is it like 10 pounds, 8 pounds? You well, don't know yet? I'm not, I'm not a 100% sure. Okay. Let me All make right. a text and find out, and then I'll get it back to you. Um... So, you know, I'll have that for mid-range and long-range, and it's fairly maneuverable because it's a 16-inch barrel, Mm 18-inch barrel, whatever you want to get. You could even get it SBR'd if you wanted. But, once again, we're back to this is a spur of the moment. You don't need time to wait for a tax stamp. Yeah. But 308, because I like the 338 Lapua initially. Then I thought, if I'm traveling around trying to survive, there's not going to be a whole lot of 338 laying around in people's yeah. houses and in stores that have been ransacked 308 you could probably find on any farm yeah definitely. same thing with 22 yeah well not now <laughs> well yeah oh five five six you know two two three five, same five, six, thing two two three they're they're easy rounds fine with my handgun i would probably go with you know at this point Concealed carry is kind of out the window, which is the reason I carry a 19. That HK VP9, you know how accurate that thing was on the draw. Yeah. yeah. I may go with something along those lines because that thing is just dead on. Yeah. Would you and not if, go with a, a more powerful? Because you said, you know, concealed carry is out the door now at this point. So what wouldn't you go up to a 45 maybe now? Because the zombies don't yeah. necessarily need power, though. You're not trying to knock down power is kind of pointless yeah but at the same time if you're if you're missing that skull that brain you want something that's going to splatter and get you know a little more coverage so with a you know a 22 you might not hit it exactly right yeah that's true uh yeah i would probably jump up to 45 on that one uh i don't know they don't have that that in 45 but that's a nine but then now we're back to the weight issue yeah you know the weight it's not that it's not that much weight yeah uh my glock 30 Fully loaded, 
with compared to my Glock 19, fully loaded was exponentially heavier. Definitely was. You know, one yeah. thing, uh, tactically speaking, that they, I don't think I've seen really in zombie movies, they never head for the high ground. And if you're in a zombie apocalypse, that's what you want, the hills. <laughs> it's like that new Geico commercial. They're like, let's go to the basement. And then the girl goes, why don't we just get in the running car? Oh, and yeah. the guy's like, no, you're an idiot. Let's go hide behind all the chainsaws. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. It's like, I'm going for the hills. You know? I, w- I want to see That's a horror movie come out where it's like, one, you got people that know how to handle a gun. Yeah. And they teach people on the fly, okay, this is how you go. The people that just pick up a gun, they're not like, ah, the whole time. Yeah. And then, thirdly, and most importantly... A girl that's not hiding with you going, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you're like, want to sh- put your mouth, hand over their face, yeah. shut up, or it's a so stinking, annoying, stinking baby that cries. Yeah, it's like all this stuff. There's no room for babies in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, you know, at, at some point, okay, let's let's take it Walking Dead style. At some point during a zombie apocalypse. You get over the whole heavy breathing, screaming stuff. Oh yeah, you know, you, it, you become. It's all relative. Yeah, honestly, like you would you would get nervous when there weren't zombies trying to kill you. You'd be so yeah. used to it, you know. Yeah. But preferably for really close quarters, I would want like a hatchet or axe. Yeah. Well, if you've been so, watching The Walking Dead, you'll notice that they have become a little complacent with with the zombies. That's true, you know? they have. Yeah, we well, you know one of the disadvantage of a hatchet though is I know they've done it some in the movies is mm-hmm. hatchets and things like that get stuck. That's so true. that would be one. Dis- you'd put well, one that, more of a poker. that you've got to come in really close with your forearm around the face in the mouth area. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like that, like a poker, like a almost like a javelin type. Yeah. Thing, where it's easy to just boom, yeah. boom. That's yeah. why really one of the best guns would almost be like an, if you had an AK that had that SKS style bayonet where it's attached to the gun. You just oh, it out, there you go. You know, and you That's could just jab them. You know, when you got thirty rounds, if you need it. But you or that uh, that it. that undermounted chainsaw. You seen that? <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Then you got to worry about fuel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what about? Um, Probably the the biggest meanest monster of them all, Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla burn it with fire. <laughs> Godzilla, you can't kill him. Godzilla with fire. Uh, nuke. Again, Is I'm he... going for the high ground. He's going to come get me. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's pretty high. <laughs> That's true. I don't imagine him doing very well in the mountains, though. For some reason, I don't know. Maybe he can he can get up there. That's true. Godzilla. Explosives. I mean, you'd have to have yeah. explosives, nuclear weapons. Uh, jet fighter. Now, are we talking about Godzilla stomp and smash stuff or Godzilla with the laser breath? <laughs> well, the, he, there that's was, both. It's the same one. Well, there was some, like the older ones, he didn't have the laser breath yet. He just screamed and like smacked buildings over and stuff. Yeah, he's got the laser breath. Okay. Oh, well, then it'd be tough with the fighter pilot thing. I would. You'd have to be like a, a stealth bomber way up high where he can't really see you. Or playing really far ahead and set like a trap. Somehow... No. You know, get I don't know, a hole. giant hole somewhere or cover it up or something and get him to go. Like the Grand Canyon? Yeah. <laughs> That's about as big as hole you're going to be able to get for him. Or the smallest that you could big, uh, yeah. dig for him. Or if you could get him when he's underwater still, if you set off some kind of huge explosive, maybe the concussion, like concussion would take him thing. out. Nah, that'd be cool. You'd float up. Gazera. And then everybody I think could Gazera's Gazera indestructible. Yeah, yeah, he might be. That's like Jason. Jason was always indestructible. Yeah. He just kept coming. You could just cut Guns. his head off, though. Yeah, he came back from that, too. <laughs> oh, his head got cut off? I think in one of them, and then he came back from that. I mean, just, there's no hope for a monster like that. Jason and Michael Myers, you know. You have to nuke them. Yeah. 
just run. Yeah. Actually, that's all, that's the only weapon them. you need is your feet, yeah, with Jason and Michael Myers, because they walk real slow. Yeah, <laughs> they walk. But somehow they really, always catch really up to slow. you. Yeah. Because you, you trip and you scream. Because oh, that's another thing. Horror movies quit having the people running away trip and sprain the ankle. It's uh, over. It's done. We've we've seen it too many times. Yeah. <laughs> and plus, I I mean, I've had some bad sprained ankles from playing basketball. If you really had to, you could fight through that. Yeah, you're you gonna fight running. through it. Yeah. Yeah. It hurts, but you don't like limp like somebody cut exactly. your leg in half. Another thing too is like if you're running in a situation where it's important that you don't fall, you run differently. You have a different style. You pick up your feet more, and mm-hmm. you know it's just not as likely to happen. Yeah, it's just silly. We we need to we need to create like oh, ten, <laughs> ten outdoors nine. This would be right up your alley because uh, you know how he's been talking about like all of us getting together and doing a YouTube huge movie where oh, we yeah. all do parts. We could make just a horror movie where at the beginning the bad guy, monster, zombies, whatever, is just crazy, insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Left hand showing us visuals of monsters. Uh, it's just like crazy, insane. But then at some point, we're all just like, screw this. And we, t- oh, there's Pennywise. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> they float down here. They all float. <laughs> I always thought that would be a cool concept for a movie like um, all the different YouTube channels. They have a certain percentage of their viewers come yeah. and like seek them out. Yeah. You know, and then at some point they all kind of converge. Uh-huh. So it's like a bunch of YouTube channels, you know, radio shows and, yeah. and their viewers all kind of converge <laughs> and become this huge giant YouTube army. That be pretty would be cool. cool. I think we've just found our, 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 our movie. <laughs> I think we have. I think so. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Is your dad going to be the general? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. The Creature from the Black Lagoon. You know, I remember seeing that when I, when I was a kid, but it didn't do much for me. I don't think it scared me that much. You should watch it again. Yeah. Well, that's the, the fundamental problem with some of the horror movies is the – the the scare factor is based is t- tends to be based on the unpreparedness of the yeah. victims. Yes, you know what I mean. Like suspenseful. I, I yeah. like the ones where it's more like that thing is scary. Like I don't care yeah. what you got, you're gonna have a hard time trying to survive that. But, well, it's like the the new they they've come out the last two years. The Purge movies. Have you seen those? No, I haven't. Pur- the, oh, they're good. Yeah. Uh, it, it, those aren't monster movies, are they? No, but it's a horror movie. It's a scary movie kind of thing. Do you, do you have you seen it, Left Hand? I saw the first one. Okay, so it's America 20 years from now. Yeah. And there was new founding fathers that figured out this thing where if once a year for 12 hours overnight, we have a purge where there's no laws. You can do whatever you want. You can steal, kill, rape, murder, whatever. And you just get it all out. Smoke marijuana. (laughs) (laughs) Don't think it was based on that. (laughs) But... But it's, it's funny, nobody. You do it. I don't think I've seen anybody smoke marijuana in that movie yet, or do cocaine, or do drugs. You know? Yeah, because they're doing that. it anyways. I, yeah, I think it's just natural to assume that the people that are doing the evil stuff are on drugs. Well, in the second one, you start to realize, okay, this was more the rich people putting this together. They have the money to lock down their houses where there's steel plates yeah. on the windows, nobody can get in. They just stay in for twelve hours while the poor people kill each other. Yeah. But in this new one. Going back to the preparedness thing, it's not just a preparedness, but it's almost like, all right, how can anybody in this kind of situation that's trying to make this kind of movie think that being of being anti-gun? Because 
all these people are running. <laughs> Marty's left, left hand showing Jaws now. So, you know, it's kind of like the, the there was these people and this one guy, he's kind of a badass and he's running around and yeah. he's trying to take out one specific person that had ruined. Anyways, I'm not going to give it away because it's a newer movie. But these other people get in there with them and they get guns with them and they're just like oh oh i don't want to pull the trigger there's people on four-wheelers coming at them with full automatic weapons that's crazy and man. they're going oh, i don't want to pull you know what if you're in that situation you're gonna pull the damn trigger yeah honestly i think that's very unrealistic it's just it's the media trying to make it look like that's how you're supposed to react to guns you know well and you see that all the time in movies anytime yeah. someone uh like i was watching um it was okay. I was kind of disappointed, but that that Seth Rogen movie where like his neighbor was like had some frat house or something. Mm-hmm. There's a scene in there neighbors, where, yeah, where he's yeah. like, "I'm gonna get a gun," and they're like, "Bad idea, bad idea." And he's like, "Yeah, that's a bad idea." It's uh, that that scene was not necessary. It didn't do anything to add to the movie. It was pretty obvious that they just put that in there so that you'll think, "Oh yeah, oh, guns, a bad, idea. bad idea." You know, right. it, it's sad. Well, and here's the thing: that movie, The Purge Anarchy. Through the whole time, as a gun guy, you're like, oh, I would use this, or I would do yeah. that. Then at the end, there's this weird freaking credits thing. And I, if somebody's watching this and they have a better explanation, go ahead and tell me. But it was blatantly anti-gun. Hey, this is where our gun culture's taking us kind of crap. Wow, that's weird. It's oh, like they, they were, they were make showing... a little statement or well, something? Well, yeah, it was like this eerie music. The credits were rolling, and they're flashing through different pictures of like the American flag, and all the red stripes were made with ARs and yeah. handguns. And then there's a they with this eerie music. There's a picture, a video of an older man showing his like maybe five six year old son how to shoot, yeah, or grandson how to shoot. But they because of the music, they're making it like, ooh, this is where all this is going to lead to this kind of society. Yeah, bull crap. Yeah, if we end up that kind of society, and I ain't got the money to arm my house like they do, yeah, I'm gonna have an arsenal. I don't know. Hollywood's jacked. Yeah. <laughs> It is. They're just weird, man. Yeah, they don't. They don't want people to uh, to feel like they can let go of their conveniences. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the conveniences are great. They're they're absolutely great, but but uh, you should be able to let go if you have yeah. to. You know, that's the thing. And, and they want to just like uh, they want to quote some. I don't know. Uh, quote somebody that says this. It's not original, but uh, he says that they want to nerf the world. You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Yeah. They do. Yeah, I'll go back to what Reed said on our show when he came on. If there was no government, if there was no constitution, and we were just running around doing our thing, having the right to bear an arm, whether it's a firearm, a, a knife, a pole, a brick, whatever, yeah. is a inalienable biological right. Yeah. If you came at me with a steel pipe, and there's no laws, there's no government, I have every right to grab a steel pipe and come at you with equal force. Yeah. So that's what it's all about. Yeah. And to hear people go, oh, that's so antiquated. You yeah. Know. And the thing is, it's like, and there's also. Ben Affleck. Yeah. There's a balance. Like, like ben people, um, the, 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 the crazy thing is people, you know, they got people on either side. You got people who think there should not be any society and people who like, like we're talking about in the media who want people to be dependent on society. The thing is like society offers us freedom. Mm-hmm. You, th- you tend to think that, oh, if I went out and lived in the woods by myself, then I would be free. No, you would not. You would be constantly worrying about where's my next meal coming from? What yep. animal's about to kill me? Yep. You know, wh- where am I going to find fresh water? Yep. You know, or how am I going to survive the winter? That's not free. You mm-hmm. know, society offers freedom for the mm-hmm. first time ever. Uh, so it's good. I think it's good to have a balance there. And, yeah, you know. definitely is. It's funny. Oh, 
total squirrel moment. <laughs> I'm going to add somebody to our jack wagon train that, that's right up there with freaking Eddie Vedder, man. It's like, I love Pearl Jam. Yeah. Loved him in college. Owned almost, no, I have owned every record, every CD. Oh, crap. Every <laughs> album they've made. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And then Eddie Vedder came out with all that anti-gun crap last year. Oh, man. This month's GQ magazine, my fellow Texan, Austin Texan, Matthew McConaughey. What? Says, yeah, it's kind of like the whole right to bear arms. The gun thing, I get it. People want to own their guns, but let's just forget that right. And I'm like, dude. That's weird. You're a freaking Texan. I'm surprised Austin. Was he taken out of context? Nope. And he he went on to elaborate. I can't remember what all he said, but it was like we just need to forget that right. Well, I think Joseph Lincoln. He's yeah, a, that's right. He's dope. Yeah, I'm like, what the hell? That kind of surprises me, honestly, because it's funny. Because yeah. recently, I was actually thinking about how it's interesting that Hollywood seems to not like Matthew McConaughey. They, yeah. they make fun of him a lot. Yeah, I was like, okay, maybe he's like a legit dude, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. Well, and he's he's like that's crazy. He's not just living in Austin. I mean, he's a Texan through and through. Yeah, he owns a ranch. He you know goes and farms with people around there yeah. and. Sometimes I wonder say that crap, and I'm like, "What the hell?" Yeah. Sometimes I wonder if they get paid or something to say stuff like that. Sometimes I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know because it's like one thing I don't I don't get is how anyone who has a lot of notoriety has to be able to relate to wanting to have guns. Yeah. You know, especially someone as famous as Matthew McConaughey. Even even Bill Maher says, "I have guns, and nobody's going to take them away." But then he'll go on anti-gun tirades. Yeah. I, I it's don't, like it's pressure, I think. I think it's, they have hypocrites. a lot of pressure from you know their side or what, uh, who it's, knows. It's 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 just freaking weird, man. They want to have the guns and they don't want anybody else to have them. Yeah, it's exactly. just like it's just like the the purge movie that you're you know the rich and the powerful have all the protection and you know everybody else fends for themselves. It's real. It's really because all the horror movie monsters don't want us to have guns, so it's a conspiracy to get all their fellow actors to yeah. take them away, so we can't take them out. yeah yeah but then i don't think we talked about that washington school shooting last time i don't know i don't think it happened yet had it you say that as if you had inside (laughs) knowledge (laughs) like it wasn't gonna happen yet but i don't know if we talked about it yet or not i don't think so Uh throwing that kid on the the jack wagon trip but you know there's talk again you know because of that just like there was at uh, newtown of you know, stiffer, more gun control, background checks, blah, blah, blah. Well, this kid was an underage kid that went in and, and shot these people. No amount of gun control or background tra- checks would have uh, prevented this from happening no. because he, you know, he stole it, stole the weapon from his home or someone's home and went and did this dastardly deed. And the thing is, like, if you're – here's the thing that, that – that some people, I guess, don't get. If you're contemplating some type of criminal activity, mm-hmm. right? You're going to think, okay, what is the what carries the most weight of what I'm thinking about doing or what I'm about to do? Well, that cancels out the rest of it, basically, right? right? And of course, murder is basically that's as bad as it gets. Yeah. It really doesn't get any worse than that. Killing another person. Yep. So, yeah. in what on what universe are you going to even think of some kind of gun charge as being? That's not that's not even a blip. Yeah, that'd be like if you were smuggling like you know five hundred kilos of cocaine and you were worried about your your roach in the ashtray. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's yeah. uh, it's just insane. Yeah, it's it, none of the gun laws have any logic to them whatsoever. Yeah. Well, I take that back. There well, there's a, a logic. Couple. There's there's a bad logic. Right. It, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like for instance, 
let's and this isn't really a gun law, but it was our gun laws in Tennessee that led to this law being changed. Yeah. This year, July first, Tennessee basically scratched all their knife laws because we weren't allowed to carry a blade that was over four inches, but we could carry a Glock thirty on ourselves. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I'm like, it? this makes zero sense. Well, now they scratched that. We can even carry a switchblade now yeah. if we wanted to. Yeah. Uh, I could walk around with my freaking machete if I wanted to. It might be uncomfortable. But. Yeah. You could do the whole Sons of Anarchy K-Bar. Not, yeah, you know? Exactly. <laughs> so it, it, it's one of those things where it's just, it's almost, I don't know. We, yeah. We've talked about it to we're blue in the face on this show. And the thing that stinks is we're preaching to the choir. Yeah. So it, it's one of those things where I wish we had a platform where, yeah. you know, people who were anti-gun were listening and hearing well, what we're talking about. The way I look at it is, because I think about that sometimes on my radio shows, but the thing is, I don't look at it like preaching to the choir necessarily. You know that I am. I'm not, gonna, I'm not changing anybody's minds. The people that listen to my show and this show, yeah. they already like guns. But yeah. in a way, though, like as gun people, we tend to forget. We know that we're programmed, but we tend to forget that we need to be thinking about all these different issues, right? And 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 kind of like uh, sculpt, sculpting our craft of uh, defending our points. Yeah. Come to Second Amendment. So in a way, it's kind of like we're training right now. Yeah. You know, we're we're training for for the next time a debate happens, whether it's you know uh, some that's true. You know, some guy at your work or just, or wherever. You know, you don't want to be confrontational with people, but kind of the way I look at it, talking about this, you're you're training yourself for that yeah. next time that you have a chance to yeah. maybe impact. Well, uh, and we're we're getting talking points from each other and other shows, yeah. and it's it, it's one of those things we've said on the show before. You can't fight the mob mentality, right? So one, if you're out there and you're thinking, how do I talk to my four buddies at work that are vehemently anti-gun? First thing, talk to them one at a time. Yeah, exactly. Because if you talk to them as a group. You can't fight it. Even yeah. if they're telling you the sky is purple and pink polka dotted, and you're like, no, nah, dude, it's blue, you're not going to win because of the mom mentalities. They're right. going to join together and they'll believe isolated. whatever each other exactly. says. The, the second thing, and even though a lot of our cliches are true, the uh, uh, only thing that stops a yeah. bad person with a gun is a good guy with a gun. Think of the t- uh, times you've argued with somebody that has a point that you disagree with. Yeah, and when they say a cliche, exactly, you goes, shut down. Yeah, exactly. You shut off. You're like, oh god. Yeah, you know, cliches are kind of worthless in a way, right? Yeah. So, and they even can be though easily, it's true, yeah, think of a different way to approach it, right? And cliches are, are pretty easy to uh, to beat. Like, right. like my whole problem with every, the only thing that stops a good guy with a gun is. Or a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. The problem with that is... No, the only thing that stops a good guy with a gun is the government. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but the, the fundamental Straight problem figure. with that argument... You know, it makes sense. I get it. It's one of the, NRA, the NRA's kind of big things. Yeah. The problem is, then you kind of open this door where you have to be able to prove that you're saving other people's lives to justify yeah. your reason for having a gun, which, while it would be great to save someone's life with yeah. my with my gun, I would love to do that. But that's not why I have it. Yeah. You know, that's, I'm not, it's not some kind of like public service. Yeah. You know. Well, and the whole guns don't people kill people, people kill people. Yeah. You can yes, say that nuclear all, bombs, you know, right. it's like. We all know that. We right. know that's true. I can demonstrate that by taking my Glock out, putting it on the table in front of somebody that's anti gun, and I start slapping it and I insult it. And I've talked about this on the show before. Yeah. You're a stupid gun. You can't hit the broad side of the barn. And I cuss it out and everything. And then I make the comment it's interesting. I'm insulting it verbally, I'm physically abusing it. I'm even going to the part of, to the point of assaulting this firearm, and it's not jumping up and killing any of us. Yeah, and it's loaded and hot with one in the chamber. Yeah, now I make an effort not to hit the trigger. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to leave the holster in it. 
But they get the point. They yeah. see, oh, okay. It gets them thinking. Yeah. But it's, but if you say guns don't kill people, people kill people, they shut down. Yeah. You know, oh, God, they're that. And is. they still say, yeah, exactly. That's why we don't want people to have them. Right. You know, that's the problem. So you have to, yeah, yeah, it really, like, to me, like, I think it's important on any issue, whatever it is, to have kind of a bottom line. Yeah. You know, and mine is you can't get rid of guns. Fact. Like, there will be guns. Someone will have at least a gun somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing you can do about that. So, if that ever crosses my path, I also want to have one. Yep. That's it. That's my bottom line. Like, well, I said this on the show, well, I guess it was last year sometime. It was during the whole assault weapons ban. If you can come to me with empirical 100% proof that we now live in a utopian society and there is zero bad people in this entire world and all my food's free so I don't have to hunt yep. and... I never have to protect myself because everybody's perfect. If you have 100% empirical proof, go down to my safe, take all my guns. Yeah. But you can't do that. Yeah. And you never will be able to. No, it's impossible. So I'm going to have a right to defend myself. I'm going to have a right to hunt and provide for my family and just enjoy myself. Yeah. So, I mean. It's like uh, one of my favorite uh, philosophers, he always says that uh, chaos is so misunderstood. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's like yep. invest in chaos. You know, like you can't. You can't control chaos, so just be part of it and, and adapt to it. Well, there was a movie I saw recently that said uh, chaos is just order that has not been figured out yet or not understood yet. Yeah. So yeah, that was pretty that makes sense. Yeah. a deep thought. Yeah. <laughs> We're putting left hand yeah. to sleep. <laughs> Jack Handy's deep thoughts. <laughs> those are great. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Sit once, down and read through a bunch was, of those sometimes. Once but I you was gotta, walking down the street and I saw old lady slip and fall. And my first impression was to laugh. But then I thought, wait, if I was an ant and that old lady fell on me, it wouldn't be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> those are so great. Oh, man. I can just sit and listen to those all day. Those are great. So if people want to hear your podcast, we know it exists. How do they find it? Well, it's, it's still, I'm, I've been too lazy and it's not on iTunes yet. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm really slow about things like that. But... Uh, if you just go to the uh, Hickok 45 and Son YouTube channel and, and you f- find one of the radio show videos, I have it. There's a link to the actual podcast on okay. Lipsum, um and you can go there and download it. So the link okay. is in the description on the, uh, the uploads on YouTube. Gotcha. So, And then the the YouTube channel is just Hickok 45 and Son. Right, yeah. Not the ampersand, but it's like A-N-D. Yeah, it's spelled okay. out, yeah. All right, cool. I don't think they'll have any problem finding it. No. <laughs> they just do a search and it'll come up. Real quick, what's your favorite Halloween candy before we rattle off our uh, sponsors? Chocolate. That is so vague. John, <laughs> co- we'll come back to you. Uh, Anything chocolate. I'm serious. I hate I hate Smarties. I think people who give out Smarties and Dum Dums should have their asses kicked. <laughs> that's, like, that's like the cheapest, lamest candy that you could ever hand out well, people don't hand out chocolate anymore give hershey bars you know give mr good bars give the what are those crunchy ones the crinkles uh the like the rice crispy with the char- the chocolate oh, crackles crackles crinkle. Yeah. <laughs> crinkle crackle whatever whatever but gum i mean even gum would be good you know give out some good good hubba bubba double bubble <laughs> bubble gum something like that <laughs> All I see are these nasty old Smarties, which is just powdered sugar. The worst ones are are the candy corn and little hard mints. Oh yeah, I hate candy corn too. They smell like mothballs because the old people have like kept them in their house for five years. 
Yeah. And then then they're stingy with them. They'll give you like one candy corn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I usually yeah. um I usually don't hand out candy on Halloween. I usually hand out medical waste. <laughs> um because I just like to go against trends. That's just <laughs> <laughs> that don't, that don't work. What's your yeah, favorite like like What's your favorite medical waste to get? <laughs> <laughs> um no, yeah, my favorite candy was probably candy corn. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I like those oh, things. Yeah, pumpkins. The pumpkins. It, it tastes like <laughs> orange cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very good orange cardboard. Oh, I don't really, I don't really eat candy anymore though. But back when I used to eat a lot of candy, I used to like those. Yeah. Reese's cups, man. When I, when oh. I would get because oh, yeah, back Reese's when we good. used to trick or treat, Reese's was like a, a rarity. Huh. Yeah, that was like, oh, that's a high dollar house. They're giving yeah. out Reese's. Yeah. Yeah. That's but now, candy bars. now, I'll, now I'll take my kids and they get like whole candy bars. I'm like, what People the hell used is that? to give Man. big full candy bars. Yeah. They don't do that anymore. There's all these mini things. My favorite is my favorite candy bar of all time is the Zero Bar. I hate those things. Oh, I yeah. love them. Ugh. White chocolate nougat. Caramel, shut up. Mine used to be payday, but I ate so many of them. And I, I, can't I don't even know what it is, but it's good. I'm not crazy. They have caramel in them, right? No. No, they don't? Okay. The paydays? Yeah. No, it's like that. It's like a peanut buttery nougat. And then it's. No, yeah, because caramel is what gets yeah, the, that's what the, the peanuts yeah. to stick. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm not, for some reason, I'm not crazy about caramel stuff. It's huh. too gooey. That's <laughs> weird. And, and, and my last thing about Halloween people, do your research. Up in. Well, let me, let me rewind. Five years ago when I read this book and, and researched it, it was true. Something may have happened in the last five years. There has never, ever, ever been an incident documented of a razor blade or needles or anything in apples or candy or anything like that on Halloween. Except for at my house. No, well, except for at John's. But he lets you know, hey, there's a freaking used needle in there. House. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so don't be afraid and freak out about that stuff. Yeah, just be just be smart about where you go. Yeah, yeah I mean, thing. still check your kids' candy. Look at it, but just don't freak out like everybody's evil. Given you know, <laughs> anyways. Yeah, <laughs> people are that messed up. They they got better things to do. Yeah. So so, what do you think the uh, most popular costume is going to be this year? Breaking Bad. You think? Breaking <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Think Breaking Bad. Something TV oriented. Probably. Sure. Zombies. Yeah, Walking Dead. Yeah. I think I think Ebola patients. Ebola patients. <laughs> yeah. Or, Is that where or you're Ebola. Going <laughs> Ebola itself. Yeah, the, the twisty little yeah. virus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh-huh. I, I guarantee we're going to see some of that. It's probably a good thing. Let people chill out about that. Actually, that that would be an easy costume. Just get some of those like uh, those float tube things, and then just twist it up like the Ebola virus. Oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. There you that's a good idea. I think left hand knows what he's going. Go around coughing on people. Ding 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 ding. Sorry, tonight. <laughs> All right, so we'd like to thank our sponsors, ICE Training, ICETraining.us. Holder and Green Professional Real Estate Services, HG Press, for all your Middle Tennessee real estate needs. Give those gun-friendly guys and girls a call at 1-800-615-1840, extension 2222. And especially if you're a veteran, give them a call. They can help you obtain the uh, VA financing that uh, is so beneficial to our veterans. And then also, if you're not in Tennessee, they can help you get in touch with a local realtor or mortgage broker that can help you out. Sonoran Desert Institute, sdi.edu, where you can go and learn to become a gunsmith. Also, the associate's degree in firearms technology. That's something that we are beefing up big time right now. It's going to be an all-encompassing firearms industry degree. 
Um, so we're partnering with a lot of big companies right now. Can't name them yet because of certain legal aspects, but when they come out, you're going to be very impressed. So SDI.edu. Cantu Bruner pins, uh, Cantu Bruner designs for those cool bullet pins that you see Zeke and I with. Uh, I've got the cool zombie one. He does some 308, many different uh, schemes. We've got the stealth ones. But uh, I think you can even send him uh, you know, a casing. If you've got like a special shot you've made or maybe your first 50 BMG you shot, uh, you can do something really nice with that. Send it to him, and he'll make you a cool pin out of that. It's Cantu Bruner Design. Vetmade Ammo is vetmadeammo.net. Also, Savoie Leather, SavoieLeather.com, spelt Savoy. And you can get Jeremiah to put just about anything on a leather holster. It's pretty amazing. He'll put stuff. a vampire, a mummy, a Frankenstein. A big picture of John's face. That'll scare off in the intruders. That's a big holster. <laughs> be, he's done some big big holsters yep. for rifles, hasn't he? Did yep. he do a rifle holster one time? Yep. For a motorcycle, actually. For a motorcycle? Yep. It's like Very strapped cool. to the front. Pull it out. Yeah, it's pretty cool, but it better have a really nice lock on it also. Yeah, <laughs> That's exactly. the only thing. All or Nothing Tattoo Studios, allornothingtattoo.com, and they're very gun-friendly strangle. Uh, and they're very gun-friendly. <laughs> yeah, they're very gun-friendly strangle. Stangle. And they're very gun-friendly merchandise store, strangleholdmerch.com. 1776 United. They've got some kick-ass T-shirts, um, hoodies, zip-up sweatshirts. Hats, patches, and stickers, 1776united.com, and you can get your Talking Lead t-shirt there. And I'm going to put out a, a personal request to our listeners to flood them with emails to make a Talking Lead patch. Also, check out Two Vets Arms. It's twovetsarms.com. Uh, they've got that 308 is amazing. All of his rifles, left hand and I have shot the 556 like it's going out of style. Go um, into Academy Sports and ask them to show you their two vets um, ARs they've got. Yep, and you can get hands on with them that way. Really good rifles. Twovetsarms.com. Well, John, Very man, appreciate impressive. you. Uh, you've got a sponsor too. What's y'all got a new sponsor, right? Or do, or do y'all announce it? Oh, let's see. Well, it's uh, sponsored by Federal. They give us. Uh, oh. Nice healthy dose of uh, food for a lot of our, our hunger guns. I was going to say food. <laughs> yeah, food. federal has a food division. Yeah. <laughs> we have a lot, a lot of hunger hunger barrels to feed. Gotcha. And uh, recently, uh, budsgunshop.com. Nice, nice. Well, we appreciate you coming on, man. Oh, enjoyed it. Thank you. Don't be too scared going home after talking about all this stuff. Okay. You know any good uh, Halloween parties going on? Um, nope. <laughs> I'm not much of a party guy. Hey, I bet you if you try to sneak on the compound, some pretty scary stuff would happen to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, like it did before. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> yeah. Got electrocuted, peed my pants. Yeah, we've upped our security since then, by the way. Yeah, we kind of ruined it for all the other fanboys. Yeah, now we have this like invisible electric fence, so you just cross a plane and then your mind kind of gets tasered. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Like you can't even think. You're just kind of paralyzed. It's yeah, it's weird. crazy. Yeah. Maybe one day when we get that big, we'll come up with stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> and as always, left hand. Keep, keep your, your loved ones close. And firearms closer.
Terror is close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize your neighborhood. And whosoever shall be found without the soul for getting down must stand and face the hounds of hell and rot inside a corpse's shell. Ha, 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 ha. 